Hello, and thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the She Means Business Podcast, where we bring together badass women business owners, industry leaders, and other aspiring women to celebrate their success and empower you. I am your host, Ashley Mistowski. I'm a business owner, wife, and mom of twin toddlers. Ambitious is my middle name. Join our email list and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You'll find inspiring content, updates, and the chance to connect with like-minded individuals. Remember to leave a review and share how we've inspired you. Now, let's get to business. Welcome back to the She Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Mistowski. Today is going to be a fun one. I've got my friend Kristen Hayes here today with us on the podcast. I met her about mm, about a year ago um, with a women's networking group, and she has been so much fun to get to know. She's a fellow mama. Her daughter, Mayan, is so cute, has the coolest shoe collection, and I believe just turned four. She moved to Vegas about six years ago or so, and she started a whole new business in a whole new industry only after being here for a year. So if you want to talk about risk, she's your girl to talk about. So without any further ado, please welcome Kristen. Hi. Hi, Ashley. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited. I love chatting with you. I feel like we could chat all day. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah, that's... We're chatters for sure. So I would love for you to just kind of tell your story and um, where you're from, grew up, and what got you to move to Vegas. (laughs) Right. Okay. So I am from Colorado originally. I'm from a small town in Colorado, but um, I moved from Denver. I went to school at CU in Boulder and I moved from Denver um, eight years, I guess, after college, I met my husband in Denver and we moved to Las Vegas for his career. Um, that was a whole six years ago. We moved. Time here. flies, doesn't it? Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, and I can't believe I'm saying six years as I say it. I'm like, okay, that really? I think, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the city has grown so much. Um, it's grown on me and I've learned to love it. And Vegas is definitely home now. It's definitely an acquired taste. First of all, people Absolutely. have to know you don't live on the strip and you don't necessarily go all the time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but so, it's really a small town outside of it. Oh, yeah. Right? No, no. Everyone knows everyone. Like, make no mistake. Vegas is not similar to L.A. or Denver. Mm-hmm or Eugene, anything like that, it is definitely its own place to navigate. And it's fun, but when you first move here, it's a little tricky. It's a little tricky to figure out. Got to figure out your ways and where you want to be and kind of where you're landing and how to make the new friends. (laughs) Absolutely. So um, when I moved here uh, to Las Vegas, I was a flight attendant. But also, I had side businesses through my whole airline career. I was a flight attendant right out of college. Um, I graduated with an English literature degree um, that I'm obviously not using. <laughs> yeah, but one of your side businesses, right? You yeah, were kind so of I, using it. Yeah, so I did um, write for some local magazines in Denver when I lived there. 
Um, I, and then I did some travel blogging and travel writing. Which, by the way, I love. I think that's so cool. Yeah, yeah it's you're, fun. You're so it's good fun. It's fun. Writing is really fun, but it's really hard to make make an <laughs> doesn't pay the bills. Writing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, is that what got you to become a travel attendant or travel flight attendant? No. So I just like want. I knew I hadn't traveled. Being from a small town and then only living in Colorado my whole life. I, I didn't get to experience as much travel as maybe some just I just didn't grow up in a family where we traveled a lot we like drove to Disneyland and stuff like that we never really like flew many places so I mean just like a lot of people our age and millennials after college I kind of was like okay I'm just gonna tr- travel for two years and be a flight attendant and then I did That's it so for cool. 12 yep. so I think that 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 industry helped me get to where I am now with uh, mm-hmm. real estate. So um, I was a travel writer. And then at one point I did makeup and bridal makeup and I did makeup at the mall while I, in addition to flying. And then I had an online boutique. So I had all these side businesses. I always knew I wanted to be a business owner. My mom was a business owner. She had a salon growing up in, in um, my small town in Colorado. So I you saw the goods and the bads of owning a business. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Absolutely. I saw the the rawness of it up close. So Mm -hmm. I never really fully committed though to being a business owner while as a flight attendant. I I think I used that as a crutch, kind of like I always had that income. I never had to full fledged commit. Like I had all these LLCs, but I never was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. I'm like taking all the risks and diving into becoming a business owner until I um, got pregnant with my daughter and that changed everything. Yeah. So kids do that um, to you. <laughs> right, right, right. So I got my um, real estate license because I originally thought maybe I would, I always had an interest in real estate and I never had purchased a home. So mm-hmm. I kind of got interested in real estate because I wanted to invest. Mm-hmm. And that led me to getting my license uh, right before COVID. And the airline industry went array. Perfect timing. During, Everything happens during, for a reason, exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. I had just become a mother in 2019. So I got offered during COVID with my airline because I had 10 years. I was able to essentially retire with my flight benefits. I got offered that. And then at that point, I made this decision to go full-time into real estate which at the time I thought would be easier than it really is because you get we all, think that, all right? this Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you look at Instagram and you're like, I can for sure do this. And it's then you're so like, It's so easy oh, running my. a business. Yeah. It's so easy doing this. I'm like, oh, oh. my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 where that's a little bit of backstory about how I got to Vegas and mm-hmm. how I be- started in real estate. And you started um, in COVID, so... Yeah, that was a challenge for it in itself. But, you know, I feel like my husband saw me really 
he he was with when I had my online boutique you know he saw me do that and then I, I would do this thing where I'd be like there'd be challenges and I would be like you know what I think I'm gonna do this next mm-hmm. and so I would just like find a different business that I was gonna do like I wanted a business owner but I never like I said I always like had my flight attendant career as a crutch yeah so I think that's when I think like he's very supportive. And so he was like, if you're going to do this and you know, I think like you can quit flying, but you have to see this through. And I was like, really? Like, okay, I'm going to do this. That's so awesome. That's so cool because it, with anything, right. There's always going to be challenges. It's the pushing through it's the getting, it's the ups and downs. And that's honestly what I think that's like, I think why I become so so much more proud of what I built because it really Absolutely. is your blood, sweat, and tears, right? <laughs> Many tears. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. And I think becoming a mom like pushed me. I mm-hmm. I don't think I had like the drive or the discipline when I was just gallivanting across the because it was just you world, you exactly. and your husband, exactly. And when I became a mom, I just hit the ground running. I joined a team that was very strict, very hands-on. And it was like a kind of a sink or swim environment. And I needed Mm -hmm. that. I learned a lot my first year. Shout out to my mentors at Realty One. They really helped me. And I ended up closing 10 deals my first year. What? And that was in COVID, right? During COVID, yeah. So that was so in 2020. Awesome. Yeah. Like, wow. The world, I didn't really know anything different. So I didn't have to pivot as other realtors might have because that was just normal real estate to me. I didn't know how to, uh, yeah. So I, I, I think that maybe was an advantage of my success is because I just, I learned in a crazy market mm-hmm. when the interest rates were 2.5 and there was bidding wars and I learned how to navigate that, how to negotiate, how to beat out offers, multiple, multiple, multiple offers. And that was just uh, another thing was that three of those deals, my first year were actually my own. So I bought a house, sold a house and bought another one. Which is the best way to learn. Yeah. Right. So I've I've always respected you because I knew that about your story. And I'm like, it's kind of like the person who the big CEO of some big corporation. I think you're the most respectful and successful when you start from the ground up. So sometimes I wonder, like, I've seen yes. realtors who have never once, I've met realtors who have never once owned a home. I'm like, oh yeah, there's a lot of, that is the common misconception. Me. Yeah, like a lot of people don't know that. But I would say, especially in Vegas, because Vegas is so transient and people like have flashy cars and live in apartments here. Mm -hmm. Like there are a lot of realtors, no shade to realtors that have never. No, no. Yep. No shade. It's, it's just to understand the psyche and the emotional and the mental part of it, I think goes way more than a transaction on a paper because what you mentioned about the multiple offers, I bought my home right before COVID in 2018 and okay. it was when things were like going crazy and we beat out 26 offers. Oh, wow. It was yeah. nuts. I'm like, 
so I'm very thankful for my house and it's oh that my experience gosh. that very it was thankful like, for your realtor to be out 26 offers as well. I know. So, I know. That is crazy. He did his thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. I, yeah, I think practicing on yourself is just mm-hmm. um it puts you on the other side of yep. things. Yep. Yep, for sure. Not saying everybody has to own homes, but that's awesome that you like you knew where you wanted to go and you knew this is going to help my career. And it clearly has, right? Like, you know, not saying there aren't successful realtors that have never bought and sold their own home, but it definitely helps. And I think personally, that's a big respect thing from me too, is just, you knew what it was going to take and what you needed to do to get there. And I always respect that of people because you are your own business. You're commission only. We're very parallel in our markets. We do... I started an agency from scratch. I was not getting a paycheck from anybody. Some of these, exactly. you know, some of the captive companies, you know, your state farms and your all states and those agents, and that that's the route they wanted to go. But they also got some support from those companies. I went independent. Yes. There is no support. It At is. All. Yeah, I know that. If I want to eat, I have to sell. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're the same on that. Yeah. I, so I, now I, fast I, forward. I three, four years? Nope. So yeah, I'm going into my fourth year. Fourth year. My yep. fourth year now. Mm-hmm. I have, um, I'm in with a boutique brokerage right now. It is Mashed Real Estate, which is a luxury, a local hair luxury brand. But I don't necessarily focus on luxury because my niche right now is definitely millennial home buyers. I just think there's like something unique and something I can give for millennials and specifically millennials that relocate to Vegas. Why? Um, because you're relatable. Because exactly. you've just been through it. So Absolutely. that's a really good niche to find. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that when, you know, there's like some type of a disconnect when it comes to our generation, mm-hmm. I know that like either you know how to buy a home and know how to invest because your parents, mm-hmm. you saw your parents do that because as you know, we didn't have access to TikTok. We couldn't look anything up on Google. We didn't have Instagram. Growing we grew up. up with the encyclopedias. <laughs> Absolutely. So you, you know, you kind of, if you, if your parents didn't teach you that or mm-hmm. a relative, you didn't know it. So like I've helped people with PhDs that are millennials that, are very well educated in but still do not know the process of buying a home or or what investing even looks like. Yep. So that's just so, that's like part of my mission is just to help and um teach teach you know people our age that kind of didn't get that same yep. like well and then for the short time that you've been doing real estate, right? You went from this crazy market (laughs) of, you know, really low interest rates and multiple offer situations Mm -hmm. to fast forward four years and it is rough out there, right? (laughs) Like, Yeah, this, this market is challenging, but I like to think of it like everyone, all markets are challenging. Mm -hmm. So, yep. I mean, yeah, like... In 2020 or, or you know, 2019, when interest rates were really low, you still had to compete 
to you buy are over homes. almost overpaying for a house, right? Exactly. So, and if you're a yep. seller, cool, you got above asking for your house. People were waiving appraisals. You got a good deal, but then you had to turn around and be a buyer in most cases. Mm-hmm. And so I think what really helps is just being able to have the resources and a realtor yeah. and someone that could help you navigate that because any market has its challenges, but also you can do what you need to do in any market if you have the right guidance. Yep. It's, it's the big picture. It's the big picture, right? Like Absolutely. that's exactly right. You, you want to sell high, but then that also means you're going to have to turn around and buy high. Or, yes. you know, in most cases, right? And then there's, yes. you know, it's, it's it's just always a juggling act. So it's important to look at the big picture. Like you said, you educate your clients. You, you know, you help get, you know, figure out their goal, where they want to go. So that's definitely the right way to go about it. Because, and and I feel like millennials and even the younger generation, they they want to be empowered, right? We all want to be empowered, So if I present you the options and you are open to learning and seeing everything, then I think you just have that more, much more knowledge and empowerment to make the right decision. And you're helping guide them the whole way. And I tell people, like, just so you know, like, once you do it once, you're going to want to do it again. So Mm -hmm. this isn't like, I don't really believe that in most cases of forever homes, you're like, no. You can you can do this. And once you do it once, you're like, okay, that was so bad. That's funny you say that because I'm like, <laughs> I have my eyes on my forever home and I'm like, I keep saying to myself, You'll get let's, in it. let's be then, honest. It's yeah. not going to be my forever home. I'm going to like the next thing. I'm going to, because I love, I think I was a realtor in my past life. Honestly, I love real estate. I wish I had unlimited funds to just build my, oh my portfolio. Gosh. Yes, you and I both. <laughs> so I have one rental home right now in a different state. And hopefully soon to have two rental homes. And so it's like, and yeah, and I'm like, you know, I I don't mind it. You know, it's next remove. My husband probably isn't as on board. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my my husband is like, what are we doing? We just bought our home four months ago and now we're selling it. Why? I'm like, babe, just trust me. (laughs) (laughs) We're having, you know what? Next time you want to have that conversation with your husband, let's, let's get together and we'll just do it at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And then (laughs) they can watch football together and commiserate and then we'll go do our thing. (laughs) Exactly. And then drink coffee and wine after. Exactly. Done. Done. (laughs) Discover peace of mind from safeguarding your family's future to shielding your company's assets. First Choice Insurance has you covered. Ask for a review or quote today. Now, how has, you know, your daughter's two years older than mine. Yes. Um, how has navigating the whole motherhood, you know, she's your first child. She's, you know, you started a new real estate's not just owning a business in general is not easy with a kid, but real estate on top of it, going to showings, go like, how have you managed that? Like, what do you just go, you know, how do you, how do you do it? Yeah. So I will say like my first year I brought her with me as often as I could, you know, I fill out I was dealing with like Zillow leads then. So I would mm-hmm. meet them by myself first. And if I, if I felt like they were okay with me bringing my daughter to showings, she's really well behaved and a COVID baby. So she's afraid of people anyway. So she wouldn't ever like be running around or doing anything like 
mm-hmm. disturbing. So, and then I, I would choose, there were days where I would do back-to-back showings with her in my backseat and I'm just throwing goldfish, <laughs> throwing Chick-fil-A in the back. Like, we have a couple more, baby, hang on. <laughs> I love it. It's, just, it's such a crazy industry. Like, as I was sitting here, I put on my blazer and like, I live in my car. I feel like I'm always mm-hmm. changing and I, I put on my blazer just now and I was like, what is in my pocket? I literally have like pantyhose in my pocket right now because I was like, oh, oh my I'm gosh, changing. Like I just took these off to go like. That is so funny you said that. Yesterday I was uh, working and I put my leg up on like just across my legs and I'm like, what's this like bulge down by my calf muscle? What the heck? It was my son's sock. Actually, yeah. I'm sitting Yeah. Here. Oh my God. See? That is true. <laughs> Owning a business and being a mom, it's like goes yep. hand in hand. You're just like, yep. we're just going to go with it. Like, yep. You just, just keep you, moving. You don't go anywhere without snacks. My car, yes, oh. might be a mess, but oh I got gosh, changes yes. of clothes, diapers. I got everything you can think of in there. It does like just in Absolutely. case. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You have to pivot and you have to learn. And that's helped me because I've been able to you know, transition quickly through Mm -hmm. different, you know, like with, when when you're a mom and you just like have to learn how to pivot, like, Oh, okay. You're not going to take a nap today. Okay. Let's do it this way. Like you just have to. And I've taken that to my clients as well. So I think that, I think also being a flight attendant, like every time I got on, every time I got on the plane, I met someone new that I was going to work with that I've never met. And we're spending the next four, Mm -hmm. four uh, days together I've never met the pilots and it's like making friends in four days is like over and over again every week. Yeah, I think it really helped me be able to navigate personalities. For sure. And you're in a people person business. Like it is just like realtors and insurance agents, right? It's all about knowing, liking, and trusting and being relatable. Those are the people that like, I don't want to sit and buy a home, right? My largest purchase, this massive purchase you're about to make with somebody I don't like, with somebody I can't relate to, you know, that's that's definitely, you're by their side. Nobody wants to talk about insurance. If I like, if I want to talk about insurance, I'd rather do it with somebody I like. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's so true though. It's so, because when I first started, I, I had a mentor in Denver that I asked, her name's Chelsea and I, she had been a realtor for a while in Denver and I asked her, like, I don't, I'm not into sales. Like, I'm just not a salesy type of personality. I don't have the, I just don't have a salesy personality. And I don't also don't have the experience of sales. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Kristen, like, if you can make friends and you can maintain yep. and nurture relationships, you could be a realtor. So yep. you're good at that. You'll be fine. Like, you can learn everything else. But if it's a relationship just like mm-hmm. insurance, it's just a yep. relationship business. If you can nurture your relationships and make friends in yep. cities that you don't like in Las Vegas, then you can do it. Move, yeah, yeah. Then, then you can do it. And so that really helped me. That really helped me, like, get my yeah. head out of like gimmicky sales scripts, like yep. stuff like that. I just like never wanted to come off like that, or or I didn't ever really wanted to master that. No, and I don't, I like sales, but I don't like sales. I'm not the Grant Cardone, like, go hard, you know, in your face. I'm very, like, 
I'm not pushy. I just, I want to be real. And I yeah. don't, you know, like I get that it it works, but it doesn't work for me, my personality. And so at your 100% that, you know, she, she was right. It's, you know, some people think I'm a used car salesman and that I'm trying to sell you higher coverages yeah, because I, I, I need to make more money. And I'm like, just so you know, the difference of selling this is probably like 20 bucks in my pocket. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Absolutely. I don't have to. I'm just trying to do what's right because I'm a licensed professional. But you yes. think I'm a used car salesman. So I'm like. Yeah, and like insurance <laughs> reps, just like insurance yeah. agents, just like realtors have bad reps like that, mm-hmm. which yep. it's hard to. We're trying to weed out yeah. the bad ones. Like, <laughs> like there really yeah. are us good ones in the world, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that, yeah, I think that like our our character has a lot to do with it. And mm-hmm. especially like our faith, because I know yep. that we, you and I are both, we share the same faith. And I think that mm-hmm. shows a lot of our character and like how, you know, we depend on yep. God to bring people into our lives and we're not mm-hmm. over here like make it or break it like we have to scam people in order to like make our businesses work we're genuine right. so. at the end of the day we do the right thing whether it leads us to a sale or not whether it's you know we just I always tell people I'm like just be a kind human right you right. It, it really shouldn't be that hard and I do truly believe that that is, you know, what goes around comes around and doing the right thing, you know, for, for people is, I'm, and that's what I say too about my kids. I'm like, I just want to raise kind humans. Yes. Like that's all, you know, yes. great if they do awesome things. Great if they just want to be, you know, well, I'm going to make them contributing members of society. Yes. <laughs> but, yes. you know, like they don't have to be running businesses to be successful, you know, just be kind to people. You know, just it's, you wouldn't think that's a, a hurdle in today's world, but unfortunately it is. I feel yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely is. Yeah, kindness. Yeah. Um, my husband always says like kindness gets you a lot further than anything mm-hmm. else. So true. At the end of so the day. True. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. Well, what do you have, I mean, to kind of to circle back to the market that we're in right now, we have some amazing listeners, a lot of them women-based, but not all. You know, trying to navigate this market, what are maybe some things that people can do or look for just to, it? it's still a good time to buy personally, you know, like yeah. what, what, what is the realtor saying? Date the rate. What marry are, what the marry home, the house. Date yeah, the rate. Yeah, <laughs> marry the home, date the rate. Yep. So yeah, I mean, just getting educated, finding, because like the media is always going to have fear tactics. There, it's mm-hmm. always going to be scary to see like interest rates are so high, there's inflation, you can't afford anything. Like you'll never own a house. And, you know, I think like just literally finding a realtor that you trust Mm -hmm. and that has experience. And it doesn't even have to be a lot of experience, just has experience in a market like this Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people don't realize that they can interview agents. You don't have to like go with the first person that you got referred to. Although referrals do help. Like instead of just Googling or Zillowing like the top agent, a lot of times top agents, they don't even 
have the time to, you know, nurture mm-hmm. first time home buyers as much as a newer agent that, you know, has the time to really give you hands on treatment. Yep. So it would be fi- finding an agent, first of all. Typically, they have a lender partner that they work with because it's all about relationships. If I don't know the lender on the other side, I don't know if they're going to answer their phone when the deal's falling apart. Like, I think that, like, typically using their lender partner is easiest, although Mm -hmm. I think I can work with almost anyone. And so I don't make people, you know, I guess I have options. So, yeah, yeah. Female, male, you have the team. To, you know, every situation is not, and at least you're a resource for your clients to have the team. Yeah, and a lot of and a lot of realtors, um, I'm working on a relocation guide specific to Vegas because it's so unique. It's not so cool. just a generalized thank you. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be just a generalized like relocation guide because Vegas is so unique, it's gonna be interactive and fun. And so I think like most agents have like buyer guides. First time home buyer guides, just find an agent and yep. you can literally cross so many hurdles in this market just with somebody that has confidence. Mm-hmm. And if your agent's not scared of this market, then you shouldn't be either because right. Right. I've still like my, you know, my brokerage has still like been very successful in this market. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really just because we, are all optimists and we like just find a way to make stuff work Mm -hmm. with our resources. Yeah. Well, and I mean, at the end of the day, if you're, you know, if your goal is to buy a home, when they come to you, you look at that goal and you're like, how do we get here? It might be, we could do it right now, or it might be, let's put the plan in place. Exactly. And once we cross that off, you know, yeah, people don't Mm -hmm. understand that. Like when you contact me, you don't have to be ready to buy a home mm-hmm. when you, we can set a game plan for two years from now and we can, you can start putting everything into place, your finances, areas, what you're looking for so that when you are ready, even if it's two years from now, it's a long game. Like I have clients mm-hmm. that I've been working with for two plus years that are just now ready to buy or sell. And that's okay. Like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's all about being in it for the long game. Like I'm not giving up my real estate career anytime soon. So when you're ready, I'll still be here. Yep. Yep. It's okay. We don't need to do it next month. Nope. (laughs) And I'm sure you've made some great friends along the way, you know, doing this because you work so closely with them. Absolutely. I think like a lot of my clients are friends or they become friends Mm -hmm. afterwards. Which says a lot for you. You know what I mean? Like it says a lot about you and, and how you navigate it. And so it's always important to have that relatability, you know. Thank you. I just think anything in this, in today's world is so relationship-based. Like I don't go to a new hairstylist or anything without having some sort of referral. I no longer exactly. just Google things. And if I do yeah, Google things, exactly. I then ask people, hey, do you have any experience with this? Yeah, so. 100%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, that is a perfect way if you don't have a realtor, ask one of your friends that you know, like, and trust mm-hmm. to give you a referral. Because yep. if they had a good experiences, experience, chances are you will too. For sure. So referrals are the best. For sure. 
So what is your next game plan then? Do you, are you looking at moving, staying in, you know, what what do you guys want to do? So I think we're, we're in Vegas. We're here. So my husband works in sports and Mm -hmm. as you know, sports is thriving in Vegas right now. It's the best place to be. (laughs) So I, yeah, I think we're, we're staying here. So as long as. And just wanting to build your rental portfolio and kind of go through that. Yeah, so I think my next step and just like the trend I've been doing my whole entire career is I want to start investing. Mm -hmm. I've bought and sold. I don't have, we don't have investment properties yet. Mm -hmm. And I think once I can get an, an investment property, even if it's not here in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. I will be able to better help my clients. Now, yeah. I, I currently work with investors and it's crazy because there's so much ego around. Some realtors have so much ego that they don't think they can learn from their clients. But I have investors that teach me oh, yeah. how, to, how they, they work because just buying and selling homes is a whole different ballpark than being an investor. Oh yeah. And I'm learning a lot about investing and I think I want to, you know, be able to help more just on the investing side. So that's my new, my little project here is the investing part of real estate. I, you know, I always go back and forth because I love me some house hunters and all of the HGTV stuff. I will never be a flipper. I will just have that in my dreams in my head because yeah, I can't, my husband and I are not handy and we are yeah, the first to admit either. it. So I'm going to lose that whole <laughs> profit margin hiring Same. a GC. <laughs> so, I know, exactly. But I am going to learn probably in the next couple of years, my brother, I'm going to call it part of my investment portfolio because of sweat equity, but my brother just bought lakefront property in Nashville. And, oh, yes, you told me yep, this. This is awesome. And he doesn't live in the country. So guess who's in charge of the home build? Yeah. So that's going to yeah. be a whole new wild <laughs> ride, but I'm willing to take it on because I'm excited about like that aspect of it. Like that's going to so be a exciting. whole new experience that I already told him. I was like, so just so you know, this gives me some sweat equity into this house. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You're like, anytime I want to come and yep. bring my friend Kristen. Absolutely. I can. <laughs> yep. Well, and it's already, I learned something new because we freaked out when he first bought the home because we want it to be. Like it's going to be his pride, like their primary home when they come home for breaks, but we want it big enough for like family get togethers and all family to go there. And so, you know, you're going to need like five, six rooms, five, six bathrooms and, and and all that stuff. And so when we got the inspection back on the land from the county, they were like, the maximum is like three bedrooms. And I'm like, oh, oh no, wait a minute. Uh oh, I'm like freaking out. Like, oh my gosh, this was a really awesome piece of land that we stumbled upon. And then all of a sudden, it was all about educating. I made sure and I, I called the inspector. I, he was so helpful already. Everybody I've met in Nashville is so nice. I mean, you know, of course awesome. there's, you know, but I learned they don't care. We could have 20 bathrooms on the property. It's oh, bedrooms. Wow, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, I already learned something new. So I was like, can we have six dens and maybe like a closet outside the door? And they were like, yep. And I was like, what? This is so bizarre. I'm like, okay. So at least we know, okay, we can go back to like the home that like the dream home that we want to build for everybody to come. So, oh yeah, we're going to be in Nashville quite a lot. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, it's, it's just a ride. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've already been stressed out that part. 
I was like, man, when the house comes, it's going to be even more. But I'm like, hey, that means multiple trips to Nashville. So I should probably, you know, you are more than welcome to come and help with. I was like, this will be just oh be God, fun. I'll bring a different friend every time. And the ones that really care about it. And we're just going to have fun. <laughs> a fun process. I love that. I mean, especially yeah. because your family is so spread out. Yeah. You need that central space. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So awesome. Well, I have had so much fun. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you. I know we need to get together. And you know what? It's so funny. We've known each other for a year and our kids still haven't met. But that's the I life know. of busy I know. moms, I know. They right? They need to. They need to. I was thinking like <laughs> one thing I really like have learned from you is that when you have an idea like this podcast, you don't half-ass it. Like I feel like this is so great just so I can, you know, give you a little, give you your flowers too here. But I like, I'm so inspired that how like incredible you are at this. And I know that we, for when you had this idea and you first came to me, you know, I I honestly was like, okay, like a podcast is a lot of work. But (laughs) I mean, this is, this is incredible. And like, you literally have Thank You've you. done it. So yeah, thanks. it's been so Thank much you. fun. It's so inspiring. Yes. Thank you. It's a lot. And you know, we're busy moms. We just, we want to surround ourselves with other women that can really relate to us and go through the craziness of life. And so that's kind of what my whole thing was. I was like, you know, I just want to bring in awesome people in the community and how, and and not even just Vegas community, we're all over. You're from California or Colorado. And I still have to, I can't go through a podcast without getting a dig that. Oh my my God, here we go. (laughs) I already know what you're going to (laughs) say. My ducks beat the uh, Colorado team this year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is our first year. All right. With the new coach. So we'll see. Watch out next year. We we literally probably the week of we were like we can't talk we're not friends this week I know yeah we said okay just so you know we're enemies this week I loved it yeah I loved it yes so anyways well I am so happy that you came on here and I'm excited to see in the next couple we won't we probably won't probably see each other till the new year so yeah get through this crazy season yeah the um, holiday season is always. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) I know you know that. (laughs) Yes. So awesome. Well, it was so great to have you and we will talk soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Ashley Mastowski. Tune in next time for more inspiration and stories from women who've made an impact. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Special shout out to Little Dog Social Media for making all of this come together.